It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers, and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights, and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. It's only getting uglier in the boardroom at Uber. A new lawsuit seeks to oust former chief executive officer Travis Kalanick from the board, saying he duped a major investor into letting him fill three new seats. The suit was filed Thursday in Delaware Chancery Court by Benchmark Capital, which owns 13 percent of Uber. Earlier this year, Benchmark led the revolt that caused Kalanick to lose his job as CEO. With me to talk about this new lawsuit is Bloomberg News' Delaware courthouse reporter Jeff Feely. Jeff, thanks for joining me here. Um, walk us through, just give us kind of the brief version of the, the, the history. How did these board seats get created in the first place, and what was Benchmark's involvement at the time? Uh, Mr. Kalanick uh, has been, was the longtime CEO and founder of Uber, uh, approached Benchmark last year saying that he needed to expand the board to uh, help, you know, make it easier to run the company, attract outside investors. Uh, Benchmark agreed to allow him to expand the board from 8 to 11 and give him the authority to fill those three new seats. Um, Come this year, Benchmark has uh, learned about some problems that Mr. Kalanick ran into at Uber, including a fight with a rider, uh, a trade secrets lawsuit filed by a a unit of uh, Alphabet and some other problems, and they basically have sued now saying that they were misled. He misled them um, about uh, his management skills, and they would have never allowed him the power to expand the board and fill these three seats had they known how badly things were going at the company. So so the suit is against Kalanick or Uber or or, or both of them? Uh, Uber is sued as a nominal defendant. The, The suit is really against Kalanick. He's the actor here. Okay, so so tell us a little more about about these allegations. Um, uh, pick, pick whichever one uh, you know, strikes you as being the, the most worthy of discussion. But 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 how is it that that benchmark you know, says that they were deceived so badly that that uh, uh, they ought to be able to win this lawsuit? Well, I, I think the I think the, the one of the tougher issues for Mr. Kalanick is this trade secrets case. Uh, the secrets that are involved are technology governing self-driving cars. The folks at Alphabet say that some of their former employees that went to work for um, Uber's self-driving unit took uh, the ideas and some of the technology with them. They sued the company. The self-driving unit had been one of the, you know, the crown jewels of the company, um, and that came to light. You know, after Mr. Kalnick made the request to expand the board, um, that is going to be a major issue in the case: is whether or not you know that was hidden, and you know whether he used that self-driving unit as one of the things to show how he was going to make Uber, you know, the best thing since sliced bread, and uh, 
So it'll be very interesting. So how how unusual is it for an investor like this, a major investor, to uh, file a lawsuit over the composition of a board? It's unusual. We've had suits where major investors would sue companies like Theranos seeking to recoup investments in companies saying they were duped into making the investment. Theranos is well known um, as having problems uh, over-touting its blood testing capabilities. Um, it, it's, uh, it's, it's not common, let's say that. Some some uh, people have made the the comparison uh, you and I were discussing earlier with uh, Viacom and Sumner Redstone. Uh, is is that an apt c- comparison? That's really not an apt um, um, uh, example because Mr. Redstone was the founder of the company and he was the one who removed uh, some board folks in a fight for control. Here we have the board um, removing the CEO and founder. This may be more like the situation with the former CEO of American Apparel, Doug Charney, who was shown the door over some personal misconduct uh, issues at his company. So this that may be more analogous, given Mr. Kalnick's history of um, volcanic eruptions. Jeff, you spent a lot of time covering that that courthouse there. How how, how quickly do lawsuits move there? Do we have any any sort of sense about uh, a time frame for when, yeah, when the these Chancery Court, come to the head? Delaware Chancery Court, was set up to provide speedy uh, decisions in these corporate matters. These particular cases where someone is challenging the appointment or election of a director are by statute uh, put on a fast track basis. So. Some commentators have said this could be we could have a decision in this case within two months. Fantastic! I hope you'll be around for two months, Jeff, because we'll have you back on to talk about it. Um, what uh, so, hope, and, hope springs eternal on that score, Greg. <laughs> all right, um, and and briefly, Travis Kalanick. Uh, uh, what have we heard from him about the lawsuit? Uh, his representatives uh, have said that the lawsuit uh, the lawsuit is filled with inaccuracies and personal innuendos and. He will. He wants to have his day in court. Okay, that was Bloomberg's Jeff Feely talking about a new lawsuit filed against former Uber CEO Travis Kalanick, uh, saying that he duped a major investor into letting him fill three new seats, uh, create three new seats, and fill them on the board of Uber. Jeff, we'll look forward to talking to you again about this in the future. Uh, Coming up on Bloomberg Law, we're going to talk about the big business of litigation finance with the managing director of the biggest company in the business. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.